0: Special Agent Michael Cates was marked for death the day he infiltrated the Jacob Calder Crime Family, but the fiery blast meant for Cates killed his young wife and daughter instead. Now to survive, Cates lives on the road as Chance Bowman. His home, an eighteen-wheel big rig. His address, a million miles of highway. His deep-cover crusade to destroy organized crime, to help his victims, and avenge his family's innocent blood. Eighteen wheels of justice.
1: Now. That was exposition. Yes. It tells you everything about the show. (laughs) In that beginning sequence. He was an FBI agent. His family got killed by Jacob Calder, And now he's in witness protection. That's the best title ever. 18 Wheels of Justice. Because he's on an 18-wheel truck. And he's dispensing justice. That's right. The best premise for a show since Gumble to Gumble. Ha <laughs> ha 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 ha!
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. An anthology about the bad, the short lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Punisher!
0: Control! How everybody change my mind? I give you Super Train!
1: Episode 384, Submission 1099, 18 Wheels of Justice. 18 Wheels of Justice aired on TNN from January 12, 2000 to June 6, 2001, for 44 episodes. Over two seasons.
2: 28 more episodes than both Uncle Croc's Block and The Hudson Brothers Razzle Dazzle Show. You're welcome.
1: Well, guys, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for three years to finally cover this. And guess what? We're finally covering 18 Wheels of Justice.
3: It's your money in the bank, Greg. You are happier than a kid on Christmas right now, aren't
1: you? Oh, yes, I am.
2: Well, I think we need to give credit where credit is due. Because we couldn't do this episode if Flex didn't add the first season of 18 Wheels of Justice to its on-demand service. And not only that, but an intrepid YouTuber called DC,
1: the spelling bodyguard, posted both seasons of 18 Wheels of Justice onto YouTube. Wait, Best both? shout out.
2: Yes. Flex only has the first season, right? Yes. So he's been stockpiling the second season all these years? No, just recently. Uploaded it a month ago. But, I mean, he's had these episodes for some time, and then he just put it on YouTube is what I mean. Yeah, just recently. You know, that's a W move, but also that's an L move. W move, you're a W person for uploading it, but why do wait till 2023 to upload it? You could have had it up there in 2007. Never thought you'd hear a 40-year-old man call somebody a W. I learned from my students. What can I say? You are in touch
3: with the generation.
2: No cap in there. No cap. No cap indeed. I don't know what the hell I just said, but whatever.
1: So apparently, guys, this is based on a book. It is based on a book by some guy named Raytex Brown. Raytex Brown. What a name. It covers the true life adventures of the highway vigilante... Tex Brown,
2: covering his numerous gun battles of outlaws. Okay, we should say his name is Ray Brown. The text is a nickname. Yes, name, yeah. So his name is not Ray Tex Brown. It's Ray Brown, but nickname is Tex.
1: Yes, it is subtitled an undercover agent's explosive true story of drug busting and bounty hunting in America's Southwest. And it even says right here on the bottom, because I have it on Amazon right here, basis for the blockbuster TV action
2: series. Oh, my gosh. You can't make this stuff up. Oh, no.
3: I have the sin of the book here on Google Books here. Brown is the answer to a lawman's prayers. He doesn't wear a badge and can go where officers of the law can't. Busting dopers, cop killers. Bounty Hunters, and Hijackers. Continues the true adventures begun in AKA Dark. Sold to Lorene Arbus Productions for development as a TV series. Browns, Coast to Coast, and Dark will be published later in 1992. This book is from 1987.
1: So apparently, I guess the TV series took like forever to develop.
3: Yeah, and then it took another forever for TNN to pick it up. So, we all know what it's about. And that narration in the beginning of the episode that you just heard pretty much sums up all of the brass tacks that you need to know. But imagine what would happen if you had the Incredible Hulk meeting the Highway Man.
1: Oh yeah, Incredible Hulk meeting the Highway man. You get this.
3: But I'm looking at the cast, dude. Did you take a look at this cast when you chose
1: this? Oh, you mean the guest cast? No, the actual cast. Oh, well, yeah, I knew who was in this series. Like, at least the two big ones in the cast, yes.
3: There are three big ones. It's like three big names and Lisa Thornhill.
2: Wait, I'd say two big names and one name.
3: It's like, you no, know, it's uh, two big names, a small name, and one where, if you know, you know. Playing the lead character, Michael Cates, Lucky Vanus, also known as the sexiest man in a cola commercial, if I'm
2: not mistaken. Wait, he was in a cola commercial? Greg, you're too young to know this. 1994-ish, he was a guy that every woman swooned over in a diet Coke commercial. He was like a construction worker who took off his shirt and had this sweaty can of Coke and, and drank it or diet Coke, I should say, not regular Coke, diet Coke. And it drove like every woman in the country wild. And actually you did the impersonation of uh Merlin Brando on the family affair last episode. Yeah. Marty Sherman parodied that Diet Coke commercial on an episode of
3: The Critic. What? He, yeah, there was an episode where Marty Sherman lost a whole lot of weight, and then all of the girls at the UN school were like,
1: Oof, it's three o'clock. It's time for Marty to drink his Diet Coke. I got a question. What did the kid from Easter Island think of it? Did not take part. Oh.
2: Yeah, it was just like a couple of the girls at the uh, UN school. Not uh, any of the Easter Island characters.
3: Yeah, fun fact about Lucky Vanis, former army ranger.
1: Oh, so he's perfect to play the character of Kate.
3: And also, Greg, he played the role of young man on a 1994 episode of Wings.
1: Ah! Oh, Yes, that is great, because as we established, can you believe this, 84 episodes ago, for the first time ever on this podcast, I first mentioned that I love Wings.
2: Well, Greg, I told you a couple weeks ago, off air, the next time you mention you love Wings and Tony Shaloub, I have a revelation that I'd like to share. And, oh, okay. not, and, and this is not one you're going to like. Oh, uh, I have a tendency to fall asleep at night watching the TV, and, and really, I have difficulty without having the TV or some sort of noise on. Can't sleep uh, otherwise. And uh, one thing that I've been watching recently that's been putting me asleep is hours and hours of Monk on Lifetime Movie Network. I'm sorry. I know this is devastating. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub, greatest actor of all time. Wait, why would that be devastating me? It's perfect to fall asleep to Tony Shalhoub. He's got a soothing voice. But he's the like consummate actor, in your opinion. I thought you'd take offense that
0: no. his talent
2: is being wasted by putting some 48-year-old schmo in Ohio to sleep. No, I go to sleep watching
1: Price is Right on Pluto every night. So
3: I also go to sleep watching Pluto course the show varies from week to
2: week yeah i'd like to thank you very much for such a, a positive uh reaction i really thought you're <laughs> i was just gonna like just light the fuse and you're gonna explode in my face I, I really thought this would end up horribly i'm glad you are so accepting of it.
3: okay so playing his arch nemesis jacob calder the crime boss he's chasing from town to town
1: Hold on. This is probably, I think, the third time we've mentioned him. So that means he has a Hall of Fame case
2: now. He he has a. (laughs) No, Jack Nicholson. No, no, no. We're not putting this guy in the hall. No, 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 no.
3: The moment I mentioned this guy's name. It's out there, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it.
2: Well, well, first off, I think when you say he's a crime boss, I think it's perfect casting.
3: Is this typecasting?
2: No, this yes. isn't typecasting. This is This is life casting. casting. <laughs> this is perfect casting. Okay, playing the
3: role of Jacob Calder is... G. Gordon
2: Lynch. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. This is great. I,
3: I can't f-
1: do it. <laughs> Greg, Greg, it's Joan Rivers' favorite Watergate judge, G. Gordon (laughs) Liddy. And if you don't know, now you know. I'm not going to say the last part, but you all know what goes in there if you've listened to the Biggie song.
2: Now, wait a second. You said this is the third show we've talked about him in?
1: Yes, because we mentioned him in WrestleMania, too. Remember, oh, okay. Was- I was
2: wondering what the other one was because also Beans Baxter. Was- yeah.
1: Beans Baxter. But remember, he was a guest judge with Cab Calloway and Chocolate Thunder Terrell Dawkins in the Mr. T. Roddy Piper boxing match at the Nassau Coliseum. And let's not forget, that was a worked boxing match. <laughs> Roddy Piper is a real boxer. Mr. T is a fake
2: boxer. No, hold on a second. Who are those three you mentioned you said G. Gordon Liddy, Daryl Dawkins, and who else? Ab away. Hey. Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? Oh,
4: no.
3: Okay. Now, like you said, this is not the first time we ever talked about G. Gordon Liddy. I can tell you right now it will not be the last.
2: Oh, are we gonna talk about the time he was on Super Password? <laughs> Wait, he was on Super Password.
1: Hold
3: up, hold up, hold up. Back all the way up. Call long shot. Charge,
0: Marianne.
4: Uh, 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 let's do that thing up there. What is it called?
0: Long shot. Long shot. <laughs>
3: This is the first time hearing of this, Mike.
2: He was on two weeks of Super Password. Wait, Why wait. was he on Super Password? He was a celebrity.
1: I a... know that he's a celebrity, but what reason? Was he on something at this
2: time? Maybe he was just like getting prepared to promote 18 Wheels of Justice 13 years in advance. I have no idea. Okay, no, actually,
3: so, 13, yeah. so 13 years from uh, 2000 would be 1987.
2: Yes, so. and, and actually, I think he was doing a talk show at the time, or maybe he was doing like the talk show circuit, had a book out. He had a radio it, show, I remember. Maybe it was the radio show too. It wasn't a show he was specifically promoting, but I, I do want to give you the uh, people he was with. He was on a week with Betty White in uh, 1987. Actually, I think this is the week that, Classic Concentration premiered April 6th of 1987. And then he also did another week of Super Password in 1988. And his celebrity partner that week was Marshall Wallace.
3: Don't tell me he was trying to promote the new adventures of Beans Baxter.
2: Well, he's only on mm-hmm. one episode of Beans Baxter. In 88, it would have been gone. Like I said, I... He had a a nationwide talk show on radio. I know that. And I'm pretty sure he had a book out at the time. So some combination of those two. Or again, he was ready to promote 18 Wheels of Justice 12 years before it debuted. Works for me.
3: And then we have, as Burton Hardesty, the man who is as smooth as the other side of the pillow, as cool as the other side of the pillow.
2: Smooth as silk, as cool as the other side of the pillow. I know what you mean.
3: Mr. Billy D. Williams.
1: <laughs> That's right, Wando Calrissian himself.
3: One of the stars of previous entry, Double Dare, not the Alex Trebek show, but the crime drama.
1: Yeah, with Ken Walt from 85.
2: I would have loved to have Billy D Williams hosting Double Dare with kids, just saying. Hold on. Would he be saying, would you like to take the physical challenge? Good night, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm resigning too after that.
3: And then, rounding out the cast as Agent Celia C. Baxter,
2: Lisa Thornhill, Wait, that Lisa Thornhill? I'm sorry, I just had to ask the question. Yeah, like there's another Lisa Thornhill out there. Yes, Mike, that Lisa Thornhill.
3: Yeah, she played a Celeste Kane in the Veronica Mars movie, a crowdsourced Veronica Mars movie, I should say.
2: Oh, and she was also on an episode of Wings. That is fantastic. Two references to Wings already. And actually, I think this is either an episode or two episodes before the uh, episode where uh, Crystal Bernard said she wanted to see Rent. I want to see Rent.
4: I want to see Rent.
2: Yeah, this is episode 18 of season eight. So this is the last season. And if I remember correctly, that I want to see Rent episode was episode 20, I believe.
3: And guys... She was in the CSI franchise as two different characters. On The Mothership, she played Chloe Daniels in the 2005 episode Nesting Dolls. And on another episode of CSI Miami, she played the uh, Murderer of the Week, Alicia Hardy, in the Rashomon sort of episode three way. And uh, Clee Baxter, Agent Baxter, was supposed to be Kates' lookout,
1: I guess? Yeah, because she set up this 18 Wheels of Justice plan. As you know, in the opening segment, when Kates' family is killed, they know that G. Gordon Liddy, he's going to be looking after Kate. So she has this elaborate program. Okay, Kate, you're going to be on the road in this truck. This is going to be your home. Your home's going to be the open road. And you're going to be living your life as Chance Bowman. So, G. Gordon Liddy and his evil men can't get near you. Because that's how the Witness Protection Program works.
3: Yeah, by the way, the truck in question is a Kenworth T2000 Semi. Ooh. Real top-of-the-line stuff. Much like many of Stu Seagal's productions, this one was shot... In and around San Diego. We're talking about Renegade. We're talking about Silk Stockings.
2: Are there really any other ones besides Renegade and Silk Stockings? Really? That's the list. But hey, now that you say that, hear me out, guys. Renegade? Heirs on Z Living. Silk Stockings? Heirs on Z Living. 18 Wheels of Justice? Just saying. Make it so Z-Living.
3: So, I imagine Greg, because he was able to procure all of the episodes of this show, managed to procure an
1: episode guide to the series. Oh yeah. We start with Season 1, Episode 1, Genesis. Michael Cates, a government agent who infiltrated a criminal organization, and upon witnessing the man kill someone, testifies against him. Later, someone plants a bomb at Cates' house, killing his wife and daughter. Cates goes on a bender. His boss suggests he go into witness protection as a trucker, but first he goes after the criminal's enforcer, thinking he was the one who killed his family. As part of the witness protection program, a special agent gains a new identity. As truck driver, Chance Bowman. And... Guys, we got some names in this pilot. Oh, do we?
3: Playing the role of the waitress, Heather Langenkamp.
2: Just the Ten of Us.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street. Her dad in the Nightmare on Elm Street was John Saxon. And guess what, guys? Here's an update for you. I finally
2: got a case of the John Saxon American Accord. And she's still on Just the Ten of Us. That's where I know her from. Oh wait, did I hear you want more names? Yes. All right. Playing Andy Salakis in this episode? Yes, he's the heavy in this episode. He's one of Jacob Calder's men. And he's played by Gregory Scott Cummins. I know Greg has been waiting to say this. Greg, get it off your chest. Where do you know him from? He was Mac's dad. And it's always sunny in
0: Philadelphia.
1: Mac was going to save his dad's life.
2: Chuck Testa, did Mac save his dad's life? Nope. Also in this episode, no character name given. This unnamed character is played by H. Richard Green. He played Winnie Cooper's dad on The Wonder Years.
4: Yes.
1: But I should note, there's this one touching scene after Kate's wife and daughter get blown in that house Kate's goes to the remains of the house the burnt up house and you know what's playing in the background guys Christina Aguilera's I turn to you
3: you put some respect on Diane Warren's name okay
1: wait she wrote that song
3: she wrote that song for All For One for the Space Jam soundtrack
1: Oh, I didn't know that was for the Space Jam soundtrack. Oh, yeah.
3: That, you know what? How can you call yourself an elder millennial and not have the Space Jam soundtrack?
1: I have the Space Jam soundtrack, but I don't remember all for one on it. I remember that very white Chris Rock diddy Basketball Jones. That was a good one. It was. I got a Basketball Jones,
4: oh, baby.
3: Better than my brother Tony didn't owe me
1: money, and didn't piss in the bed. I don't remember that part in the Space Jam soundtrack, but okay.
3: Give it another listen. Trust me on this.
1: Episode 2, Keys to the Highway. It encountered a truck stop embroils Chance Bowman in a widow's problems in an altercation with the local police.
3: All right, got a couple names on this one. As Dr. Vernon Reese, we have Leonard Stone, a name that's not known unless you are a big fan of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, where he played Violet Beauregard's daddy.
1: That's right, he was. He was Violet Beauregard's daddy.
3: He also ended up playing Charles in Soylent Green.
1: Oh, on. Yeah, yeah
4: spoil it I love it.
1: It's people
2: guys. Silent green is people. Oh boy, I better put this burger down then.
3: We had a waiter in episode one, now we have a bartender and playing the bartender is Diane Robin, who was on all of season one of Angie, which we may or may not cover within the next three, six, nine, 12, 15, or 18 months. Also played Chandra on Robocop. The series? The actual
1: movie Robocop. Oh, okay. Episode 3 Mr. Invisible. A minor accident delays Chance Bowman from moving on and introduces him to a talented mechanic with a tainted past.
3: I believe that would be the first episode involving
1: Billy D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the, uh, because he wasn't in the second episode. You know, you can tell in this show that they only had, like, a couple of days with Billy Dee Williams and G. Gordon Liddy, so it was like, okay, we gotta shoot him in, like, some separate place where they can't interact with the rest of the actors so we can at least say we got him in this episode. TNN only has a certain amount of money that they can afford for this show. They already spent all their money on Roller Jam at this time.
3: We do have a name in this episode. Playing the role of Matt Curran is John Deal. You would know him best as Detective Zito on Miami Vice. He was in a lot of other things, too, but mainly the Miami Vice thing.
1: Oh, that's great. Miami Vice. Episode four, Showdown. After a near-miss encounter with a hitman, Chance decides to stand and fight Calder. Well, how's he going to do it? He's in prison. I'm sure he can get some of the locals to help him. Maybe he can get some of NoHo Hank's men to help out. Although, if you watched episode three of Barry.
3: I'm up to episode four now, actually.
1: Oh, you're up to episode four. How'd you like the shocking twist at the end of episode four? Damn. (laughs) Damn! Do we want to spoil it for Mike? Spoil it. Okay. They do a time jump eight years into the future. Yeah, and apparently Barry's on the run with his girlfriend Sally, and they have a kid now.
3: Well, you know, after after the events of episode three, he was put in witness protection because it turns out that everybody in prison wants to
1: kill Barry. Although he's not in witness protection, because as it turns out, at the end of episode 3, uh, Fred Ormison is sent to kill him for some reason by Noho Hank and Guillermo del Toro, and his attempt to murder him goes wrong because he ends up pulling a Jason Pierre Paul and blows his hand off.
2: Yes! <laughs> Wait, is that what we're going to call it, the Jason Pierre Paul? Yes! Jeez! Fred Armisen had an explosive device
1: in his hand. He said, "This is for Christabel and Hank," and then his
4: hand—he forgot to throw it. You need to throw it.
2: (laughs) Hey, getting back to this episode, we got a name—not an acting name, a name in another field. Playing Sergeant Cameron. Oh, this guy was a heck of an athlete. Willie Galt. Yes! From the 85 Bears! From the 85 Bears and also, I believe, the 84 Olympics. Yeah.
3: Parlayed all of that uh, sports chops into a decent acting career.
2: Okay, instant correction here. He wasn't in the 84 Olympics. He should have participated in the 1980 Olympics, but... We all know that U.S. boycotted it because it was held in Moscow.
1: Yes, sadly. Oh, but hold on, guys. He was in a 1996 episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hopefully, that survived the HBO Max to Max purge.
3: Oh gosh, I don't. I don't know. Everybody's purging with everything nowadays. I don't know if you guys heard Disney Plus and Hulu—they're purging. So. If you haven't seen all of Willow, you need to watch it this weekend.
1: Yes. Well, let's just pray Tubi picks it up. Because as we all know, Tubi will air any old crap. They got Westworld from HBO Max, so...
3: Interesting, though. Tubi is yet to air this
1: show. Oh, 18 Wheels of Justice? Yeah. I wish they would. That'd be great. Okay, let's move on to episode five. And it is called Triple Play. Chance is in the Pacific Northwest when he tries to help a con man who claims his wife was kidnapped.
3: Playing Randy in this episode, Ken Oland, a veritable that guy from that thing, known for his roles in Leprechaun, Star Trek The Next Generation, and all of the episodes of Super Carrier.
1: Super Carrier? What the hell is Super Carrier?
3: Take the weekly version of Top Gun with a Bill Conti theme. Very brass heavy.
1: Episode 6 Prize Possession. Chance becomes the reluctant guardian of a 12 year old tomboy stuck in a bitter divorce battle. Big name
2: in this one. Playing Frank Gorman. This is a guy who we talked about oh gosh, I think it was maybe about five weeks ago or so. Because he was, if you will, the lead actor in Kids, Max Gale! Yeah. Wojo! From Barry Miller.
1: Episode 7, Ordeal. A couple hijacks the Kenworth T2000's load of televisions and leaves Chance to die in the desert. Well, the joke's on them because in 10 years those TVs
2: are going to be completely worthless.
3: Oh my god, did you really just go
1: there?
2: Yes, he did and it was brilliant. Well,
1: the joke's going to be on us because 10 years after that every retro video gamer is going to be wanting CRTs because they want the true authentic experience of playing Super Nintendo on a giant CRT.
2: He's not wrong.
3: I just can't. couple names on this episode, playing the role of Sherry Beltran, Cindy Ambule from JAG,
1: among other things.
2: Oh, and she was on an episode of Wings.
1: Well, yeah, it's my birthday episode. Of course, wings would be mentioned three times.
3: You didn't plan this at all, did you?
2: No. The night's early, Greg. There may be more.
3: By the way, she also played Big Ethel Mugs on Archie to Riverdale yeah. and back again. This was back when you know Big. If you're a fan of the Archie comics, you know Big Ethel was this tall, lanky, homely-looking lady. And then the movie comes out. She's this drop dead gorgeous model, Big Ethel. Big Ethel is a beautiful. Big Ethel is a big. Apple. We're talking about the TV movie.
4: The one on the CW.
3: Wasn't it? Hold that? No the, the the TV movie that came out in 1990 where everybody's all grown up. Lauren Holly was Betty Cooper.
2: Hey Greg, do you love these appearances of uh, Keysla with no context? Yes. Can, Chico, can you tell
1: Keith to to come here? I want her opinion on something.
2: Okay, Keith, take the take the mic and the headset,
3: would you?
4: I'm not picking on. This is my birthday episode. Damn it! I'm not picking on big asshole. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not no, being. Pizza, I'm not. I don't care about. I'm big not being apple, a bu- I'm not being a bully. I'm not saying, you know, I'm sorry for Big Ethel. That's not what, big, I'm that's what I'm talking about. But that's how they drew her. About. That's how they wrote her. That's the humor. That's they, not what I'm talking about. I don't not about Big Ethel. No, I want your opinion. It's like, what do you think of 18 Wheels of Justice? We were talking about that. How is 18 Wheels of Justice different from the Equalizer apart from the 18 wheel. Because he's on the road, it's like the Incredible Hulk. Except instead of hitchhiking, it's the equalizer. America. It's the equalizer. It's the Incredible no. Hulk. It's the equalizer. Okay. Which equalizer, though? Edward Woodward. Denzel Edward Woodward. Oh, right, Edward. Edward Woodward. Okay. With wheels.
1: With
4: wheels. <laughs> he's a road warrior. He's Max Mad Max. I'm just What'd loving sitting th- here
2: listening to all this repartee between you guys. This is brilliant.
4: What do you what do you what's
1: your opinion about G Gordon Liddy on this show?
4: I can't believe you know what? Just because you're famous doesn't mean you can act. <laughs> G Gordon Liddy, you need to go back to <laughs> government conspiracies and being a criminal. <laughs> well, you so because many- you're famous, doesn't just because you're famous doesn't mean you need to go on TV unless it's 2020. Well, it unless it's some feel... kind of docu-series. Well, I mean, you feel... G. Gordon, y'all know what G. Gordon Liddy was famous for, right? He was part <laughs> of the Watergate conspiracy, a Watergate scandal. You know, you just need to stick with being a criminal, being a, a government operative, being a criminal. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you can act. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you should be acting. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you need to be on TV. Kim Kardashian, I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, if it, it
1: makes you feel- on. On. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, G. Gordon Liddy's dead. So
3: I was going to share a haiku written by ChatGPT, but no, let's have more of this.
4: G. Gordon Liddy is dead, but he didn't die before he made a Try to
1: make a career out of it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Isla.
2: Hold on, let's get another special guest star. Hey, Banoodles, you ever rebutted all that? No. Okay.
4: <laughs> Where did we lose control? And uh, you know what? I just came in here to do a little quick thingy, thingy, and. I heard some of this conversation. And I was like, hold on. I got a comment. <laughs> That's where you lost control.
2: Okay. I, I'm sorry. I think now we have to put. Uh, I'm going to give uh, you
4: back uh, the headphones.
2: Thank you. I'm sorry. I think now we need to put keys on love the you. payroll.
3: I love my sister.
2: I love. Everybody I love loves your sister. Everybody loves my sister. Like, yeah, like, like I said, unfortunately, I, th- I think this is her second or third guest appearance. I think she's now officially on the payroll.
3: Yeah. Uh. There's a payroll. Nobody told me about the payroll. Uh, anyway, where, where were we? Oh yeah, there was a second name here playing Officer Vogel. Kira Sultanovich. You are probably going who? She's the announcer of the short-lived GSN original series, Win Sanity.
1: Oh, Win Sanity! What a great show that was.
3: It's a show for people who like lists, like myself.
1: Is that on Game Show Central?
3: Uh, probably. But also, quite a talented comedian. So.
2: We really got a reference to win sanity on this show.
3: I just overlooked a guest star on a previous episode. Ken Murks, who played Count Dragon on the short-lived hey, let's spin off Power Rangers by taking a different sort of series and merging it with it. Saban's Masked Rider.
1: You know, I love Masked Rider. I don't give a crap what anyone says.
3: Ah, uh, so you're the one.
1: Yes. All right, episode eight. Through a glass darkly, Calder is released from prison and resumes his search for chance. Chance is reinstated as a federal marshal.
3: If he is reinstated, wouldn't it be Cates? Because technically, Chance Bowman does not exist.
1: Yeah, that is true. I don't know how the FBI works. Episode 9, The Fire Next Time. Chance Bowman helps a black creature and his family when their church is burned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do not be burning churches, people. That is not cool. That is not cool. Yeah, Yankee's thumbs down guy agrees. Not cool.
3: So we have a name in this episode. Brittany Powell, playing a character named Madison Steele. Yeah, Brittany Powell from, among other things, That Thing You Do, Airborne, and 78 episodes of General Hospital.
1: Oh, That Thing You Do. What a great movie that is.
3: Also a great song.
1: Oh, yeah. Do
4: <laughs> and, that Thing You Do.
3: And, guys, guys, she played Stacy's mom in the Stacy's mom video.
1: A correction. She played Stacy's mom in the movie version of Stacy's mom from 2010, not the video. Well, that makes sense because, yeah. That was Fountains of Wayne who did that thing you do. That sung the song, actually, so makes sense. Okay. Episode ten. Games of Chance. Ha <laughs> ha! You get it, guys? Games of Chance. Because his name is Chance, you get it? Uh,
4: yeah.
3: uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Chance and in- C follow Henry Connors. Tired of being in the witness protection program to Las Vegas
3: so the witness goes to Gamble in Vegas and now they follow him but when they arrive someone who knows that Calder wants Chance calls Calder who then sends an assassin to get him
2: hey we have a name in this episode big name playing Henry Connors and also maybe a character named Casey possibly two characters Miley's dad, Billy Ray Cyrus.
1: Oh, that's terrific. Billy Ray Cyrus himself. Oh, man. And it makes sense because Miley has that big song out on the radio right now. Flowers it is. All oh, the kids are loving it.
3: Oh, that's a good song. I love that song. Shout out to Jason Block for introducing me to that song and the accompanying video.
1: Not as probably good as Wrecking Ball, I bet.
3: Speaking of... We have a repeat offender here playing Elvis, Pete Wilcox.
1: Oh, from...
3: Our friend Pete Wilcox is back.
1: From the last precinct. Oh, that's terrific. Well, of course, it's a Las Vegas episode, so you need to have somebody playing Elvis. Oh, 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 thank you very much, Elvis. Although, you know what? They should have had Elvis in this episode. Mike, you'd agree, right? Elvez would've been perfect.
2: So next episode.
1: (laughs) Episode 11, Two Eyes for an Eye. A crime lord joins forces with Chance against Jacob Calder.
3: Playing Cecil Loftus, the late, great Coolio.
1: Oh, yeah, Coolio. Oh, that sucks. Uh, It's been what, like, how long has it been since Coolio passed?
3: At least a year.
2: Yeah, No, no, he only died September of last year.
1: Okay, so it's been like almost nine months now.
2: It's been like eight months, yeah.
1: Well, as we all know, whenever we discuss Coolio, I always want to remember this.
3: He just pulled up the picture of Coolio hanging out with Virgil and some blonde begging us both for some meat sauce.
2: Ah! Begging us is... for meat sauce! I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, Look at this. All three are done.
1: <laughs> at the camera! <laughs> this is the funny part. I don't know how cool he has his head down like, oh, I'm so ashamed to be taking this picture.
2: And, and then look at Virgil. Virgil's just staring off into space. Thinking about meat sauce. And breadsticks. All those sweet breadsticks he's going to get from the olive corn. And this lady,
1: I don't know what she's thinking right here.
2: Who are these people? She's wondering if Virgil's thinking about breadsticks or meat sauce.
1: And, of course, that F money. You can't forget about the F money. Okay, episode 12. Uh, In the words of the late, great Glenn Fry. It's the nature of the business. It's the smuggler's blues. Chance Bowman is investigating a deadly cigarette smuggling break.
3: Unnamed role, but in this episode, Gabrielle Toot. What would she have done?
2: Boy, if you saw the pictures of her on IMDb, it'd be pretty obvious. Good night, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. What did she do? Um, oh, I, I get it. As I she, bite my tongue. She did those type of things.
3: But not between the hours of 11 a.m. and 12 noon.
2: Oh, yeah. She was a Price is Right model for a while. <laughs> no, I'm, I, what, 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 I'm sorry. Look at the photos of her on IMDb. There's stuff that you would have seen in the stacked pilot we talked about like three weeks ago. Hashtag 4,000 pound breasts. But guys, guys,
1: guys, there's another name I want to mention. Playing Jessica Macy. Krista Allen. And I want to mention something. She was in a series of movies on Cinemax back in the day. The Emmanuel in Space movies. And let me just say, a young, 12-year-old Greg learned a lot of things about himself while watching those movies.
2: Good night, everybody! (laughs) Oh, my gosh! There is such a thing as too much information, Greg. (laughs)
4: Hey,
3: I found another name playing Michael Salerno, Michael Cavalieri, who was playing opposite Hilary Swank in The Next Karate Kid, which is the movie that Hilary Swank does not like to talk about.
2: Oh wait, you mean there's a person in this episode who wasn't showing uh cleavage uh, quite often in the nineties and two thousands?
3: If he did, I didn't see it.
1: Hey guys, Krista Allen did other things besides in the old space. Some legitimate things. Let's not bury her, okay? Now Chico has his arms folded like Greg, really.
3: I'm waiting for the actual proof, Greg. <laughs> She's a
2: legitimate actress.
1: Yes! Frickin' she was in Liar Liar!
2: Okay, okay, cool.
1: She was in that one elevator scene, Jim Carrey. Oh career. yeah,
3: that, okay, okay, I see you, I see you. Everybody here's been so nice to me. That's because you have Big. Yeah. Next
1: episode. Episode 13, Rangers Chance. Chance comes to the aid of an officer from the Rangers during a weapon theft. Oh, we got a name here. Playing Master Sergeant Jonas Aft. The late, great Gavin O'Hurley.
2: Greg said he was the late, great Gavin O'Hurley. I think we need to mention why he's so great. He was Chuck Cunningham on Happy Days. He went up the stairs and never came back down. That's right. Who knows? Maybe Barry killed him.
1: Maybe he went into the past and killed him to torture poor Henry Winkleher in the past, too, as well as in the present when he killed his girlfriend in season one.
3: Okay, so playing the role of Paul Stalker in this episode is Trevor Goddard. Kids in the 90s. You remember him as Kano in the Mortal Kombat movie. The first Mortal Kombat movie.
1: The only Mortal Kombat movie worth a damn.
3: We can't talk about this episode without talking about the director, Carl Weathers.
1: That's right, Carl Weathers. He directed three episodes of 18 Wheels of Justice. Three? Yes, according to IMDb. Yeah, three. And, of course, let's not forget that Carl Wevers has directed some episodes of The Mandalorian, too, so...
3: In addition to acting in a lot of them.
1: Yeah. Episode 14, Wages of Sin. Chance becomes the target of a hitman, but the killer reveals his code of ethics.
3: While that one under even villainy has standards we have a big name in this episode. James Remar, who played Ajax and The Warriors. You remember Ajax and The Warriors, right? Yeah. He plays a guy named Gabriel. That's what everybody calls him, but his real name is Mitch Davis.
1: Directing this episode of 18 Wheels of Justice is Sidney J. Fury, who directed the canon films classics Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle 2, and Superman 4. The Quest for Peace, and he also directed the 1992 Rodney Dangerfield classic movie, Ladybugs, And he also directs an episode later in Season 2, also Episode 14, Slight of Mind, which we'll get to later. Episode 15, Road to Hell. Chance attempts to infiltrate a drug operation, only to be hampered by a dirty police officer.
3: I think I have the name of your dirty cop, dude. Or at least somebody who looks dirty. Playing Ray Murphy is Robert Lissardo. And if you're a fan of CSI Miami, you know him best as... Memo Fierro, the leader of the Malanoche.
1: But oh my god, guys. We have a huge name in this episode. Playing John Murdaka. The legendary Waylon Jennings. Them Duke boys are in for a load of trouble because he was the narrator of the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, yeah, we get it next episode. Okay. Episode 16. There's something about Marvin. Chance helps a woman find her father, a man of ill health, bent on enjoying life and fulfilling his dreams.
3: The guy who plays Marvin, Marvin Tate, His name? Stuart Margolin. You know him best from Future World, among other rules. That would be the Westworld
2: sequel.
1: Yes. That has Betty White and Alan Love in it for some reason. Okay. Ah, but episode 17, Outside Chance. Chance gets involved when a member of a Robin Hood-type gang turns out to be a militia extremist Wanting to make a statement. Now, guys, I think this is the first, maybe this is the first and last time that we will have in a Money in the Bank episode somebody who actually won the Money in the Bank in WWE playing Robert Laramie, Rob Van Dam. And you know what? It makes a lot of sense because at this time, TNN would have been airing ECW. And at this time, Rob Van Dam was been the ECW TV champ in the midst of his two-year run. But that's not all, guys. Also in this episode, MMA legend, Boss Ruten. Now, I think this is the first time I've ever mentioned it on this podcast. Do you remember Boss Ruten was in that one part in GTA 4 when you were, like, searching on TV? Do you remember that one part in GTA 4 where Boss Ruten showed up when you were watching TV?
3: I do remember that part, yes.
1: It was a great segment. (laughs) But also, he has this... It's based on, like, this weird self-defense AP did. Like, you can find it on YouTube. And it's basically that segment from GTA 4. It's hilarious.
3: Three more names in this episode. Yes. First of all, playing Carol Baines, Cleavant Derricks, a.k.a. Rembrandt Iron Man Brown on every single season of Sliders.
1: Oh, yes. They got some big names in this episode. This is a star-studded episode.
3: It is. Did it air during sweeps, I wonder?
1: Probably. No, it aired in the summer. Oh, that stinks.
3: Also playing Frank Schooler, he took on the devil and won Charlie Daniels. I heard
1: he went down to Georgia. Although, what would you do with a golden fiddle, huh? I don't know
3: too heavy to play and rounding out the guest cast playing Buck Bishop Trace Atkins. he's had records
1: yeah and that's all we're gonna say about that to quote Forrest Gump okay let's move on to episode 18 Sleeping Dragons Chance ends up in the hospital after going to the rescue of Beth Barrington.
3: Beth Barrington, played by Bridget Ann White, known best as Laurel on an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but also a network reporter in Evan Almighty.
1: Oh, that's great. That was the uh, sequel to Bruce Almighty, with Steve Carell reprising his role in the first Bruce Almighty movie. Episode 19, Con Trump. Chance's partner, C. Baxter, secretly transports a convicted rapist slash murderer. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not going to turn out well.
3: Playing Mark Russell in this episode. Nicholas Guest from USA High. Also, he was a brother of Christopher Guest. Fun fact, according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, not only is he the brother of Christopher Guest, He's the brother-in-law of Jamie Lee Curtis. I just realized what I did.
2: That's right, Rico. You should be ashamed of yourself.
3: I really should be. I will never learn why.
1: A toy Curtis. Tonight we'll not you talk about me, keep you all justice. Show about the guy. Is on the run from the
0: Liddy. Why would anyone be scared of a guy who couldn't do a credible break in on the Watergate Hotel really until he
2: Are you proud of yourself, Chico?
1: Next episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> Episode twenty, the first of a three-parter. This one is called "Legacy of Blood." Jacob Calder calls a summit meeting. Former federal agent that's undercover, Jesse James Raider, Danny Calder strikes out at Burton.
3: All right, playing Jesse James Raider, Jim Davidson, not to be confused with John Davidson.
1: Wait, what did you just say?
3: Damn it, Chico, you did it again! <laughs> yeah, Jim Davidson. Known for playing Officer Sergeant T.C.
1: Calloway on Pacific Blue. Oh, what a great show that was, Pacific Blue. Anyone else? Yeah, the late, great
3: Suzanne Wong makes an appearance on this episode. And playing Jack Dalton, Ron Roger, who played Captain Mitchell, the mentor of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. He also played the cop on How I Met Your Mother, one of the cops on How I Met Your Mother, where Barney was trying to get a speeding ticket. He was the one who stopped Marshall and mentioned something about Bratwurst.
1: Mm, bratwurst. Part two, Caged. Chance is charged with the death of Jacob Calder's illegitimate son, Danny, to avenge Burton Hordesty's death. And next is the season finale. Revelation, part three. Chance and Jesse James Raider try to save Federal Agent C. Baxter, who has been kidnapped by Jacob Calder. Uh-oh. Damn it! Friggin' G. Gordon Liddy.
3: Always getting into trouble.
1: That does it for Season 1. So, what's to be in store for Season 2? Well, you'll find out after these error-appropriate commercial messages.
0: After these messages, we'll be live it's true it's true hey think die kid you people have to be honored to have a man of intensity
2: integrity and intelligence among you uh, yes i'd like a room please sorry
1: no vacancies oh
0: that's okay i'll take theirs ah here come my fans prepare to lay the smackdown in the all-new hell in a cell or in a high-flying ladder match wwf smackdown to know your role for the playstation game console you think you got what it takes jabroni i love this place rated t for team Introducing the biggest, boldest player in the Colonel's sandwich lineup. A spicy triple crunch zinger. Not one, not two, but three big strips of white meat chicken, plus the Colonel's spicy zinger sauce. Try one today for just $1.99. Booyah! All the way to the corner, girl, can you do a little loosey-do? Imagine calling a dance without worrying about your dentures slipping. Thanks to the all-day hold of Super Polygrip, I can laugh and smile and take a healthy bite out of life. TNN Action Wednesdays. One hot night. Who has the dead man's gun? Next week on TNN. Jeb McKinney, millionaire. I am dying. Pitting family against out. each other and his inheritance. I need to help with my inheritance. Secrets, betrayal, and murder. He's dead. Ed Asner stars. Dead man's gun. Next Wednesday at eight Eastern on TNN Action Wednesdays. One hot night. The secret's out of the bag, and some girls just want to have fun. Roller Jam. You never
4: know when Lindsay uh, might get naked.
0: Whoa, hold on there. You can't do that on TV. Here come the rest of the riot. Roller Jam, Friday at 9, 8 Central on TNN. ECW Wrestling in the Thrill Zone on TNN. An unexpected battle reveals new tag team champions. We've got new champions! Wrestling like you've never seen. ECW Wrestling, Friday
1: at 8 Eastern, on TNN. Welcome back from the commercial break. So, in between seasons 1 and 2 of 18 Mills of Justice, TNN went through a change. TNN paid a lot of money for the rights to WWE programming for USA Network. And so they realized, you know what? We can't be a country-fied network anymore, so we're going to change our name from the National Network to the National Network. And guess what, guys? Apparently, they now have Pop TNN. That was their slogan. We've got Pop! But guess what, guys? 18 Wheels of Justice, it came back for season two. And so, let's get ready for episode one of season two called Shattered Images. Chance and Jacob Calder form an unusual union after Chance finds that Calder was not responsible for his wife's death. What? I'm sorry, what? What? Then, if Calder wasn't responsible for his wife's death, who was? I don't know, because we certainly know it's not Max dead. He's already dead. I'm guessing this
3: is going to be an important plot point that will be explored over and over again over the next season.
1: Yes. Episode 2, Dance with the Devil. Chance must rescue Baxter when she goes undercover to catch a killer of lap dancers. How kinky. Oh, I read that right. To go undercover to catch a killer of Latvians. What do you think, Timothy? It
4: looks nice. It looks sexy. This episode
3: and the episode previous introduces a new character, Jonathan Snow. I can only imagine he was the one who killed the wife and child in the first season. Played by Bobby Hosea who was actually in two episodes of What If, an episode of CSI New York, an episode of CSI, and he played, oh my god, I kept about to say this. I I almost want to go to church after saying this, but he played John Allen Muhammad in DC Sniper, 23 Days of Fear. But he did also play Elston Howard in 61 Asterisk.
1: Oh, yes, Elston Howard in the uh, Billy Crystal movie 61 for HBO. Oh, yeah. Elston Howard does not get proper recognition as one of the great ballplayers of his era. Just want to point that out. Episode 3 of Season 2. Omore omita? Chance and C go undercover to try to stop a truck hijacking ring. Episode four, Old Wives Tale. Jacob Calder supplies Chance with the name of a man who may know more about Chance's murdered wife.
3: So semi-big name in this episode, playing Christina, Sarah Shahi, former NFL cheerleader, descendant of a person Shah, played Adriana Tomas in Black Adam, played Renee Royce on Chicago Fire, was Carmella in Michael Bolton's big, sexy Valentine's Day special, and was Samine Shaw on all 50 episodes, or 50 episodes, I should say, of Person of Interest. She was a regular.
1: Episode 5, Honor Thy Father. When C finds her father, whom she has never known, she discovers that he is planning A robbery. What?
3: Playing a sheriff in this episode?
1: Matt Mulhern from Major Dad. Episode 6. Criminal trespass. Chance and C assume murdered criminals' identities to stop a bank robbery. Episode 7. Just south of El Paso. And I got no description on this episode on YouTube. So, use your imagination, people. Well, that's cool because we have
3: no guest stars of note.
1: Episode 8, Hot Cars, Fast Women. A female car thief is recruited by chance in C to help catch a Russian arms dealer. You know
3: something? They're not springing for the big names that they did back in Season 1.
1: Gee, I don't think the format change of TNN has anything to do with it. None whatsoever. Episode 9, Countdown. An inmate's deathbed confession sends Chance and C on an investigation of a convicted murderer's guilt. Playing the character of Brock Trenton in this episode is Todd Waring, who we actually talked about in my 2021 Money in the Bank episode, The Return of the Shaggy Dog, where he played Moochie. Episode 10, Past Imperfect. Chance in C, go undercover to protect a U.S. senator receiving threats while
2: running for re-election. Hey, we have a name in this episode. Oh. Oh, yeah. Playing Senator Quentin Young. Pretty appropriate this guy's playing a senator, given his family's ties to politics. Stephen Ford, Gerald Ford's son.
1: Oh, yes. And he was in that one week of Password Plus with Jack Norris. You remember the one week of Password with him and Jack Norris? The one week where uh, Jack Norris in that one episode switched places with Tom? I recall it, yeah. Hold on. Do you think Stephen Ford liked Gerald Ford? liked beer and nachos and would watch football with Homer Simpson. I just couldn't see him being that type. Episode 11. Wrong place. Wrong time. When a group of teens takes Jonathan Snow hostage, Chance and C work to free him. Episode 12 defines Colorado. Chance and C get help from Calder when they investigate an incident in which ATF agent is killed and a boy is injured
3: playing said boy
1: Matthew Adam Wiley Adam Wiley oh that's great episode 13 come back little diva going undercover on a singer world tour chance and C C hope to track down a heroin dealer
2: no character name but we do have a name in this episode John sang, also known as one half of the hosting combination that almost killed America's Funniest Home Videos a quarter century ago. Wow!
1: Why wow, America's Funniest Home Videos? Wow! It's all he's been talking about. The Machine. That Daisy Fuentes. And playing
3: a character named Eric Smalls, Kim Strauss, the voice of Ninja on Season 3 of Power Rangers.
1: Ninja! Episode fourteen, Slight of Mind. Assistant Attorney General Burton Hardesty escapes his kidnappers after suffering torture and brainwashing.
3: So obviously Billy D's back.
1: Yes. And we
3: actually have a name playing Travis Jordan, who I can only imagine it's one of the kidnappers. Harry Groner from Dear John, USA.
1: Oh, dear John. Episode fifteen: Dream Girls. Not that Dream Girls. The investigation of the death of an undercover cop leads Chance and C to an escort service.
4: Woo-hoo!
3: Playing Detective Baron. William Zabka.
1: William Zabka
3: biggest heel face turn in all of television
1: oh yeah yeah I know Audrey what do you have to say about William Zabka
4: god I miss Jack that's
1: right we all miss Jack (gasps) okay this is my first time
3: as an adult looking at that scene from National Lampoon's European Vacation Audrey is handed a plate of bratwurst. and This is the second time we're mentioning bratwurst on this episode. She takes one look at it and says, God, I miss Jack.
1: Well, who wouldn't (laughs) want to miss William Zapka?
3: My mind is just fixated on the size of the
1: bratwurst. Listen, she was in England, Audrey, and she had to make those long-distance calls to Chicago Because she missed Jack.
3: So Brittany Powell's back as another character, Denise Sanders, and she looks like a Denise Sanders.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Don't bury the lead about William Zabka. I get why she saw the bratwurst and was thinking about uh, Jack in uh, that movie. Well, you said she was from Chicago. Chicago's known for its Polish foods for like its bratwurst. So that's clearly the reason she thought of him back in Chicago eating all those bratwurst, right? Yes. Okay. Glad my theory's accurate. Episode
1: 16, The Cage. Chance at C busts an illegal cage fighting operation when fighters
2: are found dead. Big name of the episode, making a Hall of Fame case. We've talked about him in the past. Playing Green Richard, Branscom Richmond.
3: Bobby Six Killer from Renegade?
2: Well, also, remember, he was Bobby Four Killer before he killed those extra two people. They must have done some sort of flashback episode where he was Bobby Four Killer because he was Bobby Six Killer throughout the rest of the series. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. But Greg, I've got a revelation since the last time we talked about Branscombe Richmond, which I think it was sometime last year, maybe even two years ago, Greg. He had a card in Americana 2. Yeah. Branscom Richmond had a card in Americana 2. Nobody else? I think that's amazing. Branscom Richmond, Bobby 6 killer, Bobby 4 killer, Bobby 5 killer, Bobby 2 killer. Who knows? He had a card in Americana 2. I am Um, I can tell I can tell you're just absolutely amazed
1: but you know what he killed six people and as I've mentioned before not really that impressive when you consider Bill Hader has probably killed twice as much maybe even like four times as much on Barry so whatever
2: well good is his name Barry 22 killer no
1: we don't know how Barry's gonna end as the time roll recording this he might legally change his name to Barry 58 killer
3: Nobody's going to tell me how many men that Barry Burked.
1: Oh, I get it. Because his last name's Burke. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, by the way. Uh, okay, Greg, you would probably know more about this than I would. We have two guest players as Antoine and Nicholas James Barton. Lester Spite, a.k.a. Mighty Rasta. And Andrew Martin, a.k.a. Test.
1: Yes, that's from the WWF. Yeah, because they really wanted to work in now that they had WWF. We got to get some of our guys in there, so.
3: And as a receptionist, Carly Red, a.k.a. Keisha Lewis.
1: Episode 17, Crossing the Line. C becomes involved with a suspect when C and Chance go undercover to investigate police corruption.
2: Got the name. No character name, though, but we know who this actor is. We did not talk about him long ago. It was within the last three months. Bill Kirkenbauer, another Just the Ten of Us reference. Two, two in this episode. But also, we talked about him, again, back in March, for my Money in the Bank, because he played a vampire, Dracula, presumably, on an episode of Madam's Place.
3: Got another name. Playing a maitre d' From a maitre d' we go to Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows Amada on Jurassic World DK the Draft King on the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Baburo on the Wolverine and now Dr. Ethan Choi on Chicago Med Brian T.
1: Episode 18, A Family Upside Down Chance tracks an
2: ex-boyer
1: running the distribution end of a fencing network.
2: And we got some names in this episode. And you said the uh, title of the episode was A Family Upside Down? Yes. Well, apparently we've got the husband and wife who are of this family that's upside down. We'll do the husband first, Robert Betry, played by Michael Warren, who you'd know as Officer Bobby Hill on Hill Street Blues.
0: Hill Street Blues, Hill Street Blues, Hill Street Blues, I'm seeing Hill
4: Street Blues, Hill Street Blues.
2: But bigger name, bigger name, I think, playing his wife, Lauren Betry, Rolanda Watts. Maybe not. She had her own talk show back in the 90s, and she was the announcer on Temptation. Oh, I remember that. Oh, wait. You
1: mean Temptation, the whole new sale of the century?
2: Yes. Girl. You can't fight the Temptation. The worst
1: show ever. The worst. The absolute dirt worst. You look like you need a,
3: uh, playing Lee in this episode. Yuji Okamoto, a.k.a. Chosen, in Karate Kid Part 2 and Cobra Kai.
1: Oh, that's terrific. Let's not forget. River Diamond die. Wrong. Boom. So we got the heel in Karate Kid 1. And we got the heel in Karate Kid 2.
3: And the guy who was opposite Hilary Swank in the next Karate Kid.
1: All we need is the guy who played Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3. And we could have had like, what's what's the term in horse racing when you get the top the superfecta? Right? The superfecta. We'd have a rare superfecta on this podcast. <laughs> Episode nineteen: Once a thief, Chance, C, and Snow go after a mobster involved in murder and diamond smuggling. Episode twenty: The game, while transporting Jacob Calder to a safer prison. C is kidnapped, and Chance and Calder must rescue her.
3: Okay, so Brian T is back in another role, playing the role of Harvey, man of a thousand voices, most of them Lord Zed, Robert Axelrod. Sadly, no longer with us. Died in 2019.
1: Episode 21 Second Sense. The sister of a murdered federal agent helps track down his killer. And the final episode, The Interrogation. After interrogation by Hardesty and Snow, Chance is charged with murder when the man he has beaten dies. C. Disappears.
3: Got a name on this episode. Playing Edgar Ambers Stanley Camel. We talked about him before. He played Arthur Payton on Mr. Sterling. And his last role was in Monk. His fatal heart attack was used to explain his character's
1: death. And that's the show, everybody. And I'd like to say what happened, but I think it's safe to say I think the format changed from the Nashville Network to the National Network once they got the rights to WWF Monday Night Raw is probably what killed this show.
3: You know what time of the week it aired, by any chance?
1: Premiered on January 12, 2000. So what date would that have been?
3: That would have been a Wednesday.
1: Okay, so it would have aired on a Wednesday night. So when Season 2 started, it aired... The first episode of Season 2 was January 3rd of 2001. So that would have been... A Wednesday. So this is what aired on Wednesdays. I'm pretty sure there's a wrestling program on Wednesdays. No, because SmackDown would be on Thursday nights. Oh. I think in the first, Well, no, no, no. Hold on. WCW Thunder was still around, and by this point, TBS would have aired it on Wednesday nights. But this was, like, at the point when WCW was, like, losing money left and right. So it's like, no one was carrying Because this was at the point where David Arquette, as we mentioned plenty of times on this podcast, won the WCW championship. Vince Russo was, like, creatively booking that company to hell. And so it was like, eh, whatever. This company is going to be sold to Vince in, like, a year anyways. But I noticed something. Like, in season one, it went from, like, Incredible Hulk to, like, Chance in season two, like, going undercover. If you notice in the descriptions.
3: So they sort of traded the open road for one fixed sort of setting. Something like that. It became from the Incredible Hulk to a run-of-the-mill police procedural.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Kind of taking all the mystique out of it. Yeah, it did. It took all the mystique away from this show. But like you said, it is not
3: lost. It was lost for a while, unless you knew German, because they did release all the episodes. Was it in English with German subtitles or just in German?
1: Probably just German, because I don't think we got English until like fairly recently.
3: An intrepid YouTube user uploaded all 44 episodes for as much as he could. You can watch them right now, or if you have Plex, you can watch it there
1: too. But 18 Wheels of Justice gave us two glorious seasons of Chance Bowman going undercover to find justice for his dead wife and daughter. But unfortunately, format changes to the network ultimately made this a thing on tv oh man what a glorious episode this has been oh man i don't know how we can top this but i mean this is just wait a minute
3: just what i think this episode could not get any better oh my god ladies and
1: gentlemen we need- Yeah, man! It's me! It's the G-Man! I'm back! Hey, guys! How, how have you been? It's been a long time since I've been on the show!
3: Man, it's been too long, man! How you been? How you living, man?
1: Oh, man, I've been living great! I mean, I've been living out on the open road. I want to come back for Greg's to today. Give was 18 Wheels Justice.
0: And you know what? I,
1: I love 18 Wheels Justice. I love, it. I love the idea of a guy going out on the open road.
3: Nothing yeah. more than the open road and the feeling of justice in the
1: air. Oh, I agree with you, Jamie, and it's very great 18 months just Oh, yeah, it is. It certainly is. I mean, it's a what a terrific show. Well, you know what? Uh, how you guys been doing?
3: Can't complain, can't complain. Just another day in the life, you know?
1: Well, hold on a sick. Hey, Mike. I got some unfortunate news for you. I got I the got breaking news on my uh, my Fox Sports beeper.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> of course the Fox G-Man Sports would have a Fox Sports beeper.
2: The Fox Sports Probably has beeper.
3: Colin Cowturd on speed dial.
2: Oh, I see what it is. And, y- you know, G-Man, right there. Right there. No, I wasn't talking about. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, silly. You're number
1: one. No, 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 no. I was just uh, talking about how they, uh, the Spurs won the draft lottery. Victor Wimblea, whatever his name is.
2: <laughs> Wim, I say that again? B- Wimblea, what? Leo, I don't It's a French name. I don't
1: know how to pronounce that. Well, don't worry, G-Man. I have problems pronouncing names, too, as you learned on this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wimbledon, Leo. I'm dead. Man, did you know that his cards are going like for like ten thousand bucks? <laughs> yes, G man. I I knew that too. Hey, in fact, Mike picked up like a redemption of his card. Oh, really? My God, Mike, you're sitting on a gold mine.
2: G man, between us boys, don't put my shit out there. Well, I've already redeemed it. it. It's it's somewhere in Topps' hands now, so I don't have squat. I oh, have you don't huge... have it? But when you get
1: it, man, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to be counting all the money.
2: Potentially, but yeah. I mean, the card I have is right now useless because it has been redeemed. So I'm not sitting on Jack's squat for now. Oh, well, that's all right. I
3: wish I had the button that said, here comes the money, but whatever.
2: Oh, the,
1: Shane McMahon's theme, yeah. Be dancing but like Shane McMahon, but unfortunately, I'm not going to stupidly tear my quad like he did against the Miz at WrestleMania. Well, G-Man, it certainly has been fun having you on for my birthday show. And you know what, G-Man? I got some cake right for you, some ice cream cake right over there that you can have. Johnny and Susan, they're having all the ice cream cake over there on my birthday, so... You could get yourself some of that too. Oh, that sounds pretty sweet. I got oh man, can't wait to have that Corvallis Fuji the way. Mm. Yeah, man, tastes That's so good. good. It tastes so good. All right, see you later, G man. All right, guys.
3: Yo, man, be cool. Why? All right, I will.
1: Wasn't that terrific, guys?
3: I can't think of a better way to end this show. So I'm just going to say you can park your 18 wheels of justice or otherwise at itwasathingontv.com where we have all of our previous entries, all of our, yeah, <laughs> all of our mini-sodes, our live watches, some instant reactions, of course links to our socials, we're on all social media at TV. Except for Facebook, where we're at it was a thing on TV podcast. And if you're following us on YouTube, smash my notification bell so you can stay up to date with all of our future entries. And speaking of future entries, we have one more pilot, and I think it's let's just say it's quite appropriate to go out on. We're taking the door with a camera shy doorman. Yes. We face the music, the Lorenzo music that is, on the next installment if it was a thing on TV. For Greg, for Mike, for Kesla, for the G-Man, thank you so much for listening. Please be kind to each other and we will see you for the next one.
1: Wow! Oh, I see why you were raising the middle finger, Mike, because
0: <laughs> this is CNN Breaking News.
1: Guess who beat the Guardians tonight? These Mets, man. Oh, yeah. They've been coming back. Man, isn't it a wonder a hot rookie being in your lineup can do for your performance? (laughs) Oh, Mike, do you want to know who had the game-winning walk-off hit?
2: I'm doing this as hard as I can. The
1: real winner of the Francisco Lindor trade, Francisco Lindor.
2: Greg, I'm hurting Pain. my middle finger. This is getting very painful. Here, I'll switch hands. There we go. I'm doing this one as hard as I can. I'm,
1: I'm, it's great to see you're doing your impression of Mr. Bean on the highway while I love L.A.'s.